listen, I, I, I am intrigued. However, let me get to a better source of sound. I got to put it. I haven't had time because I had basketball. I did listen, though, twice. Mm-hmm. But my daughter, you know, my daughter made beats. Yeah. And she got her room set up with like the little beat studio with the with the with the speakers. What they call what type of speakers it's called? Forgot what it's called, but they sound real good. Let me listen in there. Okay. And I'll let you know. Cause that shit tell it all. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I sent that for a reason. Bet. Oh, I see where you're going. Yeah. My daughter, it's funny you say that. My daughter made one the other day, nigga. We might have to slide on that shit, but that shit go hard. Listen, let me know. That shit go hard. Man, before we get into the show, man, no static people, what's happening, y'all? I know this like the little intro. This is the thing we do. Let me say this, damn. This from my heart. Y'all don't understand because most people are either Christians or believers in God and all of that, and I respect all that. This ain't that rant. This ain't that rant, so don't cut the show off yet. But I just want y'all to know, y'all have no idea how hard it is to navigate in a religious world as an unreligious person. Or let me rephrase that. How hard it is to navigate in a theistic world as an atheist. It's tough, Dennis. I had a whole conversation with somebody because somebody hit them up Right? Mm-hmm. And we're like, hey, you're doing this, whoop de whoop. You shouldn't be doing that. Somebody gonna die if you do that. So don't you stop doing that. So now the particular thing that I was doing with them, they don't want to do it no more. Or whatever. They don't want to do that particular business with me anymore. Because this random person that can see the future told them, and they believe this person that can see the future is ordained by God. Now, by no means, because this person might be listening to the podcast, by no means am I making fun of that or whatever, because it's not that rant or whatever. If you believe that person can see the future, you believe that person can see the future. What I am upset about is the effect that it has on my life. So, Dennis, imagine if me and you came together and you was like, hey, man, we I got bread, but I don't got the packaging. You make packages. Can you package my bread? And I say, yeah, Dennis, I'm going to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So then we start making money on bread, selling bread. Dennis, we about to be millionaires the way our bread selling, my packaging, your bread. And then somebody come up to you and say, hey, man, and this person that this person that's saying this, you trust them. They're a quote-unquote uh, anointed person to you, right? And you trust them in your spiritual realm. And they say, Hey, man, Dennis, man, don't do business with Jax, bro. Not on that tilt, blah, 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 blah. So then you just step to me, and I'm your business partner. I ain't never betrayed you. I ain't never did no harm to you. I done got you money. We been going hard. We doing our thing. And you step to me and say, hey, man, I can't do business with you no more because this random person that you don't know that ain't said nothing to me in two years, three years, or whatever the amount of time that it's done been, said, I shouldn't do business with you no more. How would you feel if you was in my shoes? So, if somebody came up to you, came up to you and said that they said just don't do business just because they had like a, a vision? Yeah, premonition. However, the person having a premonition is somebody that you trust and you believe in premonitions. 
Mm. You believe that people can be anointed or ordained or have God speak through them. And that person comes up to you. You do business with me. We make money together, Dennis. I'm not scamming you. I'm not doing you no harm. I'm mm. doing right. You doing business with me. This person is another person in your life that does not interact with me. However, this person is somebody you've interacted with in the past. They may have told you a premonition in the past that may have you, quote unquote, came true or whatever. And you believe in them wholeheartedly. And they say, don't do business with that man. God told me to tell you, don't do business with that man. So then you step to me, say, Jax, I know you're my dog. I know you never did me wrong, but I can't do business with you because this man told me and it's through God. As now I'm saying, put yourself in my shoes. How you think I feel when I hear some shit like that, Dennis? It's conflicting. It's like, you know how, um, you know how, like, I'm not sure, you know, if this was like this left for you growing up, but like, you know, when your folks was like, when you, when you were going somewhere and your folks was just like, like, oh, my, my, my left eye jumping or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. My head itching. Yeah, hey, yeah. something t- telling me that you shouldn't, you know, go out tonight or something. It kind of reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's conflicting. It's a it's a conflicting, you know, position to be in. I mean, sometimes it, it, that's the thing. It's so unpredictable. You know, sometimes it's sometimes it's on point. Sometimes it's like, all right, you know, you might be, you know, making too much out of it. Like it's it's such a mixed bag that it's hard to know like which side of the coin is gonna land on. It's so hard for me as an atheist because as an atheist, I don't believe in miracles i don't believe in premonitions i don't believe in none of that right Mm. and me personally when i think of it i think a lot of times we manifest our own destiny i say man i'm gonna go to the bathroom right now and then i get up and go to the bathroom did i premonition that or did i just make it happen you feel me and so when you say oh someone telling me you shouldn't do business with them and then you don't do business with me. And then, yeah, let's say your product is good and you just go off and you continue to be successful. And you might blow up into the most greatest person of all time. You'd be like, man, I remember such and such told me don't do business. They came true. You feel me? Or if somebody say, you should go to school, Dennis. I know you don't went to school for social work, yada, 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 all that. You should switch your major right now, man, and go to school for this particular STEM degree or whatever it is. And then you switch it and you make a lot of money. Was that a premonition or was that you just fulfilling the destiny that you had already been told? I can tell you right now, if somebody told me to switch to a STEM major, I'll be cooked because I suck at math. (laughs) I feel you, bro. I'm sitting here eating Cheetos, my mind blown right now. (laughs) That's why I was late coming in. Because the person I'm doing this business with, bro, I fought with this person hard. Mm. And I think is I think I think the I think that what we're doing ain't no problem. Yeah. But they don't either. But they they also re, they also respect what this person told them, this proverbs from this person, what they told them. Mm. So they're they're gonna stop doing business with me so they can continue to go back to do business with their old business partner. Mm. And it's all on the strength of this person told me, and I I know this person know God, and they do premonitions, and it's just 
to me, man, I don't know, man. That shit just bogus because I want to know why God ain't give us a premonition about the ice caps melting. Like, why he ain't put it on the Times Square? Hey, y'all, what's up? It's God. Please stop melting the ice caps. And I know that sounds funny to some people, but I'm being dead ass, bro. Like, what made the bu- what made the business of me in Jacksonville, Florida, with this particular person? What makes the business where you had to step in and intervene in that? And I know the quote unquote big guy can be in multiple places at once and yada, 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 and all this other stuff, and I'm mission and all that other stuff. You want to interfere in this microtransaction? But it's war in Israel? I never understand it. It's straight up. It's definitely, it's definitely muddy waters when it comes to those kind of things because you just, you just really never know. Not so much speaking on, you know, on what they may have been told or what or anything like that, but mm-hmm. it's just one of them. It's just one of them things. Like you could be, it could be on one end of the coin. It could be the greatest story ever told, or on the other end of the coin, you could be DJ Envy. So, oh man, DJ Envy, <laughs> go ahead and start the show, man. They took the heat off DJ Envy though. Like, I ain't heard nothing about that in a while. He he, lucky some other names got brought in the mix. Hey man, start the show. I'm gonna make a comment when you get to it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I gotcha. DJ Envy. I ain't realized we had it all the way to the lot, but no static podcast oh, episode two forty seven. I am finished your host. Jax is here. You know. And everybody else is in orbit. I'm saying everybody else because I don't know. But we here. Nigga is up. A couple days late, but we not we not a single dollar short. So it'll never be a dollar short. And and, and and don't get it twisted, don't get it tangled, because your face might get mangled. Nigga, listen. Me and Dennis do the best shows any damn way. Period. Right up. Period. That's it. That's it. Ain't nothing else to say. Um, my quick DJ Envy comment before you get into the docket is DJ Envy must know a nigga, bro. Cause how the fuck did he get out of that? Listen. He said he said it. I ain't got out of that, bro. <laughs> he said he said well, Caesar. That's oh. wild to me. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't know. Because me personally, you know, I'm good with calling this legal shit, bro. I usually guess, like, I'm, I think my guess rate right now is like 90%. But I don't know how this happened, bro. Because I thought Envy was going down, sir. That's how it looked. It looked like that. Next thing you know, it was nothing. Nothing. Literally, to the extent to where this one of those things that in a few years or whatever, we're not even going to talk about this. Nope. It's not even going to be a part of his legacy. Unlike Diddy. Yeah, no. Like, this was the like, this was like a hot topic for one one minute. Next thing you know, everything else stopped happening. You know how, like, when something happens to one person, and then you know they they end up being they end up being the, the hot topic, and then next thing you know, right. something happened to somebody else, and it's like, oh, thank goodness it ain't me no more. 
Yep. That's exactly that. what happens. Every but that happens so often in media right now because of how how fast the the the, the news cycle is. Right. It's like you just go from you just go from topic to topic, like right, like, and it seems just like off the strength of what's been going on and what we've been witnessing. Speaking of like you know legal stuff, and I ain't gonna keep us here for too long because last week we was musicked out, and this is not a music podcast. Fact. But I think I think Thug coming home. Hey, I called that a long time. I think I think Q brought it up the other day, uh, a few pies ago, and he was like, "Damn, Jack." I don't know how you did it, but you said Thug was coming home. I'm starting to believe it. Why that nigga coming home, bro? I don't even know what they was trying to run. At first, I was just like, because the way because the way they like had everything set up, I was like, yeah, they finna they finna cook him. And cook him. next thing you know, I'm seeing like different like his lawyer was like, you know, he he thug stands for truly humble under God. We pushing P stands for pushing positivity. It just all of these different things. The the judge brought a dog in court, uh, an emotional support dog. And yeah, bro, like you can't, bro. Had on the Jewel's earring, like it's it's too much going. They was feeling themselves, bro. Like, and I, I I I'm a shout out Steve because you always say I don't never get on Democrats and all of that other stuff. The prosecution in Georgia was feeling themselves, bro, because they knew they had Trump dead to rights. You feel me? They knew they had Trump and them people. And y'all stay with me for just a second, because it sounds crazy. Like, oh, you go Jackson with that Trump shit. Blah, blah, blah. No, listen, they knew they had Trump because Trump is fucked. Trump, we don't feel the way we feel like about Thugger. We don't feel like that about Trump. Trump is fucked, y'all. The only thing that's going to save Trump is the fact that he was the president. Even if you put him in jail, he's gonna have to have secret secret service. So it's a frivolous, it's gonna be a frivolous uh guilty version anyway. He's gonna be guilty and then he's gonna serve it at the crib. However, um they were feeling themselves because they knew they had that. So they felt like, oh, we can go after everybody right now. Oh, we can go after everybody right now. So they bought a Rico case against a nigga with no evidence of Rico. Dennis, listen to what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got a Rico case. Do we? It's like for everybody out there. Everybody know what that is, right? You know what type of criminal charge that is. That means you got an empire, right? No. That means you're running your 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 Rico cases get brought up against Al Capone and shit, right? Mm-hmm. It's like Scarface shit, right? So they're saying, "Hey, Mister Thugger, we know that you run a criminal empire in Atlanta." And we're gonna bring you down. Now, how the fuck you gonna prove that? This ain't Noriega. This ain't you can't tie no dope back to him. Like, what are we talking about right now? Because guess what? If I work for Thugger, okay, and they come to me for this Rico case and they say, Oh, we're gonna throw you in jail and let you tell on Thugger, I'm not telling on Thugger. I'm already a dope boy in the street. What the fuck it matter? I'm a dope boy in the street. Why it matter? Why it matter? So I'm going to tell on Thug? No, I'm not going to tell on Thug. And then when y'all don't get him, even if I have to do two years, you know what's going to happen? He going to help. He going to get me right. And just to add sports to it real quick before you move on to the next thing, remember Barry Bonds was using steroids mm-hmm. and they had the nigga dead to right, but the person, that his trainer, 
who was getting the steroids because he never got Barry Bonds, by the way, allegedly was using steroids for the safety of the show. But um, his trainer had to admit that Barry Bonds was using steroids for this, for it to be a, a guilty version because all they had was steroids shipping to Barry Bonds' house. I'm not Barry, but the trainer's house. They never had steroids going to Barry Bonds' house. They never had Barry Bonds using steroids or nothing like that. What the trainer did, Dennis, he stood what? Ten toes, nigga. He didn't snitch on Barry Bonds. To the extent of where he got contempt of court. I don't know if y'all niggas remember this. The nigga got contempt of court and had to do two years in prison. And guess what Barry Bonds gave that nigga when he got out of jail, Dennis? And $3 million. For holding it down. Come on now. And that's Barry Bonds, y'all boys. We're not talking about Al Capone or Thugga Thugga or, 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 or Cesar Chavez. We're talking about Barry Bonds, a baseball nigga. Bobby Bonds' son. The all-time home run leader. The nigga that taught white. That's who we talking about. Quote, unquote, talk white. You know what I mean by that. Because we don't believe in that. But y'all know what y'all say about Barry Bonds? So if, if if Barry Bonds tightening nigga up with houses and cars and three million dollars for holding him down, what you think Thug are doing? You go, y'all niggas crazy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this has been a very um because honestly, this has been a very do we okay? Do we want to start with do we want to start with Survivor Series? Yeah, let's get it out of the way since the guy's not here, uh, and we and then Coop not here to bog it down. So let's, oh. <laughs> let's talk about it real quick. Let's okay. So I say we start with <laughs> I say I say we start with the return, the return, the return, return of Archer. So you want to start with the biggest thing? Oh man, it's good to see our truth, man. I was I was so happy. I was happy to see him. And and the pop he got from the crowd, I was like, yo, it's it's good to, to see our truth. Like I the fact that our truth was like, What's up? And then he was like, Where you been at? He was like, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> right. so, so basically within K Fabe, our truth was just in the back. Yeah. And we didn't even know it. Him and um <laughs> What was the other dude? Then he the, the other dude. It was, yeah. And, and what well, they called him Reggie. I think he he's go about something different now. Yeah. But yeah, like right. yeah, they just been in the back. That that's a that's a long time to keep somebody backstage. Yeah, it was a long time. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dang, I knew I always knew something was missing about the backstage, like about just the the life backstage in WWE and we kept having to see Akira Tozawa doing the, doing the dance every time. Man. Oh, good old Tozawa, man. But, alright, now let's get to the real elephant, Dennis. Come on now. All right. Don't stall for cool. Don't stall for cool. Alright, right, wait, okay, before before we get uh, the, the women's um the women's war games match. Great match. I, I liked it. I liked it. Great I thought I, you know what I realized for that match, bro? Mm-hmm. We don't. 
I, I don't know who did it in the first place. I want to say I, I, I want to say it was it was Trips who did it. At some point, women's wrestling was a bigger deal than men's wrestling. I think we talked about that on a previous episode. Yep. And I don't know how we got here, but we're in a place now where women's wrestling is not a big deal at all. And they don't deserve that. Yeah. I, they don't deserve that, bro. It, they keep giving, like, and before, because that, that's a, I do feel like that's an important, th- an important thing to follow up on. Uh, as far as the match goes, I will say, I will say the match was dope. Um, it was good to, you know, see everybody. I'm predicting a Bailey face turn soon, but, um, but as far as that, yeah, like you, because right now it's just in a predicament where it was like, you know, you had your, you had your heavy hitters on like your own raw and on SmackDown and, you know, challenging for each other's belts. And it's like, you only really got one side really, you know, competing with each other. And then on the other side, you got Rhea Ripley versus everybody that they think can beat Rhea, that they want you to think can beat, has a chance against Rhea Ripley. But ultimately cannot beat Rhea Ripley. So I feel like... Having to go through Rhea versus Zoe Stark was just a unnecessary, like. Well, Rhea's kind of turned into what Roman was. She's exactly was. She is yeah. the Roman Reigns. Yeah, so you know the only person that can beat her is Jay Cargill at this point. And you know how they're gonna do that. <laughs> Whatever. But um, I will say this with Jay Cargill coming back. You can balance it out. Like you said, man, um, if you turn Jay and let Jay be a heel, please let Jay be a heel. Please let Jay be a heel. However, it's real. Yeah. And 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 you gotta turn Bianca heel, but like we said before, I don't think they're gonna do it because the money, money, money. Mm-hmm. And um, if I'm Triple H, bro, you bought back CM Punk. So ain't no way you ain't on the phone with Sasha Banks. Oh, that that's happening. That is definitely. If Sasha Banks don't come out during the Royal Rumble and win the Royal Rumble, I'm done with women's wrestling in the WWE. Listen, she, Triple, H, Triple H can make that happen. I feel like. Hold on. What if they have Jade Cargill win the Royal Rumble? No, you can't. Jade is fine regardless. Jade is Jade Cargill, bro. She's fine regardless. We know she's gonna be in the Rumble. We know she's there. They already showed us she there. She clearly training because she didn't know how to wrestle all the way. They want to get her right. That's fine. We're cool with all of that. Sasha Banks come back, cool. There is no fucking way you don't let Sasha Banks win the Royal Rumble and go straight to uh, EO or or Rhea. Yeah. I think they There's I no think she, I think they need cuz Raw needs somebody that's going, you know, that's going to really that, apply it to real. But I think it comes with, and I think we said this before about just like, they got to tread lightly on who they, who they put against real. Cause even as a heel, like she's her still. Yeah. And people yeah. love her. Yeah. Well, let me say that. Let me say this y'all boys, before we get to the, to the, to the steel pump thing. Here's the problem with it too. Not just the fact that they've let women's wrestling die. Cause they have. Well, here's the problem with it, too. Is it just me? Or is almost every girl better at being a heel than they are being a face? 
So is this a problem within the women's division where they can't be faces? No, it's a, I know I'm gonna tell you what it is. I'm gonna tell you what it is, bro. And mother, I ain't gonna hold you. This is gonna sound very borderline hotel of me. But it's because of the fact that the women's gimmicks, as much as you like to think that they're not, they're all really kind of similar. Every woman, every woman, no, they're a hundred percent all the same gimmick. And you exactly, don't even right. have to convince me of that. There were a hundred percent. You t- somebody listen, I'm gonna do this, Dennis, and we gotta get to the CM Punk thing, and then we gotta go to the next shit. <laughs> Dennis, listen. But listen, I'm gonna let you cook. Listen, I wanna ask both of y'all this. Explain to me how Oscar and EO Sky's character are different. Right, but that's what I'm saying, bro. Like and, and Kyrie saying ain't far from that either. Come right, on, bro. Them, it's the bro, same shit. Bro, they used to be a tag team, literally with each other. The W three, remember that? <laughs> like they all, they've all been on tag teams with each other as tag teams. Like it's all the same. Bro, and then tell dude, me, and tell me out, how bro. Bianca Belair is not Sasha Banks. Okay, here's the thing. Check this out, bro. The good thing that Bianca Belair does that keeps her separate, bro. Sasha Banks has the advantage of be, of having been both heel and face. And because of that, much like Rhea, Rhea Ripley, her gimmick at all times becomes universally believable without her having to change anything. You would have to do something. You would have to do some a few things to be on the to make her a heel. I don't know, because Dennis, you an NXT advocate. Do you not remember heel Bianca Belair in NXT? But bruh, yep. think, think about it though. Remember, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I also remember heel John Cena, and we never saw saw him again after that. That's bruh, true. Because we because never seen heel John Cena. Bro, what did we say two two episodes ago? I said that one of the realest shit about Bianca Belair. Yeah, and, and I think was like, right. I fuck with you. I was like, yeah, bro, right. don't change Bianca Belair because what you lost because what she is the women's wrestler right now is John fucking Cena. Like, she's literally John Cena. She's a person that you can always have as champ. It's always going to be believable. It's always going to fucking sell. And the best part about it is the reason why her and Sasha Banks work is because of the same thing I always thought was great about John Cena's run, which was what his run also did for Randy Orton. What they would do is they made Randy Orton John Cena's essential, essentially his literary foil. When you look at the two of them outside of gimmick, they're very, they're very, very similar. Randy has achieved almost everything John Cena has almost as many times as John Cena has. But he's almost like he's like the Spurs during the during the Lakers in the Heat run. You know how dominant those two teams are. But the Spurs are, if you look at they both they runs, the Spurs is there both times, knocking them off, winning championships at the same time. And then low key, you pop up and realize, damn, Kobe got five and Tim got five. I just don't know how they're gonna do this Bailey face turn because we know it's happening at some point. Oh, bro, no. it goes back to it goes back to you know what we said about just how the face gimmicks aren't different from each other because we know Bailey not about to go back to like the hugging. Era. I'm a hugger. I don't think, but that but that's the thing, bro. That's the beautiful thing, bro. Honestly, bro, they gonna have to take a book. They gonna have to take a page out of the Sixers, bro. Addition by subtraction. Number one, bro, stop all the 
Stop all the I'm a badass shit gimmicks because that's actually what's killing it, bro. And I'm going to tell you what I mean, bro. Bro, the gimmicks got so similar on the on the heel side and that there was a point in time where you couldn't tell me that 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 Alexa Bliss and fucking Liv Morgan weren't the same motherfucker, bro. But can I say this? Can I say this? And then we got to talk about CM Punk, y'all. Can I say this, though, about the women? It might be a little bit of misogyny in this. And let me tell you why. Let me just, just let me say this. I think the reason why, because uh, Dennis, you just popped my light bulb on when you said what you just said about, well, how she going to be a face because she can't go back to I'm, I'm a hugger or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that as men, we lose sight of the fact that we might be a little bit misogynistic on certain things when it comes to women. When you when they become heels, they make these women bitches on purpose. But I think once they're a bitch, we can't unsee the bitch. Just like with regular girls. You Bruh. feel me? It's like you can't unsee the bitch. That's why Sasha Banks as a face was always very difficult for all of us. Mm. Because we seen the bitch. And now with Bailey, with Bailey, you had a perfect little baby face, like the John Cena of women's wrestling, basically. She was the permanent baby face person, right? And she had never been a heel. Now that we know what Ding Dong, hello, we know her, right? So we're never going to unsee Ding Dong. We're never going to unsee that. And then Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch is one of those people who, even though she has a face right now, yeah. What did you just say? Can you hear me? You say we gonna see what? Ding dong. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, that was crazy. That was crazy. Ding that dong. was crazy. Wait, am I tripping? Did Bailey? Uh, I mean, did she not do that? Did she do the ding dong? She did. She did. But I'm. But did. here's the thing, bro. But I'm. And, I'm a, and this is something that I truly, honestly believe, bro. Which is gonna, which separates a lot of those other gimmicks now. I want y'all to, to, to be. I'm not saying it's impossible. But let me ask y'all something. Do y'all see Bailey with a belt in the next year? I could, but see, my thing is, okay, that's a bad question. No, because no, I feel no, like she nigga. can you always know, have the belt. Know the, you know the answer, my nigga. You're be, yeah, they're not going to give her the belt. This, this right. is the close. This is the only time you're an optimist. So no, but see, my thing have, is with with Bailey, bro. It's like Randy Orton. If they decided to put the belt on Randy Orton right now, nobody would be surprised. However, you Bro. also don't think Randy Orton deserves a title run right now, but it's Randy Orton. That's how I feel about Bailey. And to add on to that, it's already too many people in line on that side, on that SmackDown side, anyway. My name, right? Exactly. But you, would you be and surprised? That's... But would you be surprised if, if if Bailey or Randy Orton skipped everybody? If Randy, yeah, if Randy did, no offense, bro. If Randy did, it would make sense. He's already part of the storyline. If Bailey did, no, bro, it doesn't make any sense. There's no reason to put a belt on Bailey. Absolutely none, bro. Yes, she's a person that can quote unquote carry the belt, but there's no reason for that right now. And number two, bro, all you got to do Bailey, right now is Bailey's in the mix. Yeah, but, all you got to do is have EO and what's the name turn their back on Bailey. Now you got face Bailey and put the belt on her. I did that bro, in two seconds. Cool, bro, 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 bro. Y'all doing that thing again. 
y'all doing that thing again where I'm telling y'all they not going to put the belt on Cody and everybody's going, no, they can do it. No, nigga. Let's talk about CM Punk, Dennis, because I'm about to slap <laughs> shit out of cool. He the bottom, he the bottom game, thing man. I don't want to talk about. Go ahead and, go ahead and talk about uh, CM Punk, Dennis. All right, man. All right. Before before we get to CM Punk, though, I, I do want because I don't want to do that thing that they did at Survivor Series. Randy also returned. Yeah, Randy returned. He returned his face, Randy. I don't like that. Bro, he I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. He ain't a face. He is a face. He's, he's, he's coming, he's come, he's coming in on a face on a on a face wave because of the match that he was in. But bro, See, this, is why, they, this, bro this, with, this this is why I get with Jim Cornette, and I agree with him about modern wrestling. You know, Jim Cornette got his little vices against modern wrestling or whatever. Mm-hmm. I hate the fact that we don't know what a heel in the face is no more. Yeah, because we. Cool, I'm not saying you're wrong, but that's come on, man. And no, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm, actually, bro, I, I agree with you, Jax, because I don't like when Randy comes back like this. Anyway, the best version of Randy Orton is Randy Orton that shook that once some other time you watch an episode of Raw or SmackDown, somebody doing some shit. It's a complete night where nothing bad can happen, and all of a sudden Randy come in and just <laughs> and go Randy on the whole fucking show, like. The best Randy is asshole, attack you in the, in the back, beat the ever-loving shit out of you, put you in an ambulance, Randy, for no other reason. Other but see, the, the problem is, cool, cool, the problem is, and Dennis, I'm going to let you say your point, too, because I know you was about to say something about it. But the problem is, bro, the, 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 the Randy Orton you just described is heel Randy Orton and face Randy Orton. Yep. Right, that's and what the problem is. No, bro, but that's that. why. But that's why it works, bro. Listen, check this out, bro. We've already seen that how willing Triple H is to play the long game. Check me out, my nigga. What if we had the patience to see this through? Through this, through this new storyline, right? Either Seth, possibly Cody, or Jay Uso eventually will get will get a, a title run, right? Let's, it could be any one of them. It doesn't really matter if it's honestly if it's Cody, it's that much better because we would love to see him go go Randy on Cody, and that's a great storyline, bro. The dude that bought you that got you back after almost two years that you paid homage to when you got back in a in a match that his dad designed, you wind up betraying him and fucking him over for his championship. Oh my god, bro, I, bro, act like we won't sit here and talk about that day in day out. No, that could definitely happen. But, like, but. I, yeah. The good the good thing is though, he's got an avenue for everything you see you see right now. Because here's the thing, bro. Right now, they still playing this thing up like Priest is really going to cash in on, on Seth. And the fact that Randy came back kind of gives me a nudge in the direction that he's not. He's yeah. not it's never gonna happen, bro. What's gonna happen? I can't believe y'all ain't figure out what they're gonna do with appreciate, bro. Oh, I know exactly what's happening, bro. We, bro, we all see it coming. But the beauty, the beautiful, the beautiful thing about this thing is, okay, I know all y'all niggas know what's coming, but how we get there is where is where they is where they they do their best work. Mm-hmm. Dennis, tell me what you think they're doing with Priest. I don't think he gonna have anything to do with the belt till after WrestleMania, if that. And that's a big if. I feel like with the, the with Randy and CM Punk, literally it's a beeline waiting to you know get to get their hands on on the, on that belt. And like everybody has been getting has been getting a championship opportunity, 
week in and week out. And now that, you know, now that they're working these new storylines in the mix, it's like bold prediction. I think that I think that they may save Punk versus Seth for WrestleMania. That's what it's gonna be. Yeah, 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 for sure. I think that at the Rumble, I think we'll see Roman versus Randy. Because eventually, because Randy is trying to, you know, get back at the bloodline, and he's gonna be on SmackDown this week. So we're gonna see that play out. So I think that when it comes to where where Priest is, is like it's hard to find room for him in that. I mean, obviously, Judgment Day, they're going to, Judgment Day is going to Judgment Day, but it's just a matter of how they make that work. It's like really no, it's like no room in the car, basically. Bruh, my thing is, my thing is this, though. My thing is this, y'all boys. Because, so, CM Punk, they came back. This is, this is my thing. This shit is so obviously booked. It's, I can't even, it's unfathomable how easy this is. It's clearly going to be it's clearly going to be Seth versus Punk WrestleMania. CM Punk not coming back unless he got the headline. His thing was, I never got the headline WrestleMania, right? That was one of his big grievances. He said it on multiple things. He's going to headline WrestleMania night one, yeah, Seth versus CM Punk. We know that. We know that. However, what's going to happen is simple, man. CM Punk and Seth are going to have a match Seth is going to beat CM Punk. CM Punk, for two reasons for this, two reasons for this, two reasons for this. The first reason, everybody not happy that CM Punk is back, including Seth <laughs> Rollins. And if they... Including me where, too, nigga. If they, if they set up to where CM Punk beats Seth Rollins for the title, after all the work Seth did for this company, after Punk is coming in the door... After Seth just laid down for Cody two years ago, he's gonna lose his shit. That's good. Yeah, He'll that's, be in AEW. He'll yeah. be in AEW. So, 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 Punk in a in a gesture to show the locker room, I'm not the same Punk. I'm a different CM Punk. He's gonna lay down and take the fall and let Seth win, and then that'll help Punk heal with the locker room. It'll help Seth keep his ego inflated. But here's the thing. Right after that one, two, three, bro, you're gonna hear it's gonna be judgment day. Here go Damian Priest, and he's gonna pee himself, and he's gonna be your champ going into the year, bro. That's clear as day, bro. And then that way you solve all the issues. Now, whoever wanna chase the, the belt, you can go chase this hill. Because guess what you don't want to see? You don't want to see Randy Orton chase the CM Punk for the belt if Randy Orton the face. You don't want to see Cody or whoever else, Jay Uso or any of those other faces chasing a face CM Punk. So, so now you get the belt off self because the belt not hurt self more than it's to help them. You get the belt off self. You give him a chance to go heal his back or whatever the fuck he got going on. You get CM Punk still a face, and he can go chase Damian Priest. And now the the, the heel that y'all want Damian Priest to be is this major heel that got the title, and everybody chasing him. So you up? I didn't. I and then the other one is is Cody versus Roman. It better be, and, and y'all know what the outcome. Better oh, be. we know. Oh, yeah, Cody. We yeah. That's that's. Oh, do we? Oh, do we now? We don't you do it right now, We got another yes. time. We know that. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't do this, No, don't do this, cool. Let me tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I feel this way, bro. One, 
fuck out of here with this CM Punk shit, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I'm, let's get to the hate. I'm glad you. I'm glad you did. Let's get to it because I, I, I wanna... because I actually, I actually agree with you on this one because yeah. and I'm and fuck I'm gonna do something because I just got here and I'm gonna interject in, into the whole situation as a casual fan. Interjecting CM Punk in this venture in WWE to me as a casual fan who doesn't pay attention every weekend from Raw to NXT SmackDown is a huge problem. Y'all have this huge buildup with LA Knight who in the last two weeks I feel as though about it, bro. Y'all y'all have like put him to the back burner. That's just that's just me as the casual fan. Two, what is the storyline with CM Punk? All right, so we got reports. Seth Rollins have uh, is having back issues. He needs to relinquish the title. Are y'all going to make him lose to CM Punk? Which, which again, to me, is a bad idea. Why? Because you got Damian Priest, who's been holding this fucking Money in the Bank briefcase since fucking Lazarus rose from the fucking dead now. And what what's going on with that? You know? And and you got Randy Orton who just came back, R Truth who just came back. Like, really, did you need CM Punk? And in my and and in my honest opinion, no, you didn't. And the only reason I say that, going to my years as a wrestling fan of, of yesteryear, when Austin was still going Steve Austin went um, went out because he had that real bad neck surgery, that neck problem that required surgery. And, you know, he's the biggest star in wrestling at, at this time. And you're like, well, what the fuck is going to happen? Luckily, you had The Rock, Triple H, and Mankind, better known as Mick Foley. And we're, we're also in the height of the Monday Night Wars at this time. Okay? When Austin goes down. Yeah, we were not at the Monday Night Wars between... Raw and AEW, but again, if Roman is not going to wrestle more than five times a year, why do you need to interject CM Punk when you have Jey Uso who's coming into his own? You got Cody Rhodes who's who's back in WWE. You have the Judgment Day. You have you know Sami Zayn who should have been had some sort of belt outside of the tag team belt. At this point, you know, you still got staples like the Miz. And, and and again, I'm just purely speaking as a casual wrestling fan who has to sit here week in and week out and listen to y'all niggas debate some shit that to me seems very easy to solve. Well, I, I actually agree with you. I think CM Punk is overkill. And the only reason they did it was to kill AEW. And it worked. AEW dead. I'm watching it right now. AEW did. That's what they wanted to do. They don't want competition. They killed WCW, didn't they? Yeah, they they curb stomping AEW right now. And it's I, over. And I think MJF injured. Yeah, MJF is injured. Although he's supposed to be wrestling Samoa Joe or with Samoa Joe next week or something like that. I'm watching it right now. And all the people that keep posting online that nobody's at the AEW crack uh thing, you're wrong. It's a wrestling revival right now. And AEW shows are sold out, and so are WWE shows. It's a wrestling revival right now. The quote-unquote half-empty crowd, you can do that at WWE the same way. There's something called a hard camera. 
The camera that faces the ring, they don't sit people there, dumbasses. That's why they never show that side of the ring. Anywho, <laughs> um, at the end of the day, though, they really dumb, though. Dead ass. You don't know wrestling if you say shit like that. But at the end of the day, though, bro, this shit dead, bro. Like, like AW dead because Triple H killed it by signing CM Punk and getting him to come do some shit that his, that his stepdad or father-in-law would never do. That's why I say Sasha Banks about to come out, and Q is exactly right. Is it overkill? It's overkill. But guess what? Guess what? The most viewed clip in WWE history is yep. CM Punk coming back. And guess what? Me as a wrestling fan, y'all niggas is wrestling fans, and the the, the, the more than the, the more than it is, and the more than enough, the more than enough time that we spend on wrestling on this podcast. Let me tell you this. I done watched a hell of a lot of wrestling. Every big moment in wrestling mm -hmm. since 1992, I've seen it live. That is the loudest pop I've ever heard in my life. Sure. So you so so wrestling is about making money. Don't get it wrong. It's a TV show. Okay. This ain't the this ain't the fucking Jags. Go Jags. But this ain't the Jags and the the Texans where we gotta draft kids and see what we get, get a coach. This ain't sports. It's sports entertainment. It's about making money and drawing revenue. And CM Punk, at the end of the day, just like he did for AEW, because, by the way, when CM Punk came to AEW, the ratings went through the roof. Just like he did for AEW, he's a draw. He makes money. That is the loudest pop I've ever heard in the history of me watching wrestling. Yep. Ever. I've never heard a crowd that loud before. That was... My Chess, not chess, honestly. No, my nigga, because we went through this whole thing and I ain't never get to say anything. Good. <laughs> let me tell <laughs> you right now. Don't bro. say shit, cool. No, no bro, because let me tell you why. Let me tell you why you're doing that thing. No, cool. Don't come on here, my nigga, and start spitting facts and truth, my nigga, the shit that we know is going to happen. We want to bring, we want to, we want to case our, our theories right now. No. Because <laughs> here's the thing, bro. Fuck CM Punk. There, I said it, bro. I don't give a fuck if y'all niggas like them. Fuck that nigga, bro. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, how many, bro, you can tell me what you want, my nigga. How many chances do you get, my nigga? Like, at what, like, at what point do we just call a fuck nigga a fuck nigga? Like, I said this, I said this shit in the chat. I was like, bro, he back. And everybody's like, yeah, he back, bro. Yeah, let's go crazy. Let's go. He's back. I was like, no, bro. I'm not being happy that this fuck nigga's back. I can I can make right. same, I can make that same point about another person, but I'm not gonna do it. Come on, bro. come on, I, 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 come I, on, bro. How long? Gonna, how long we gonna wait? Truth, how long bro. we gonna wait, my nigga? How long we gonna wait before CM Punk go CM Punk? He gonna go CM Punk, but who give a fuck? Yeah, who I give bro, a fuck? If I'm Triple H, I do not give a shit that CM Punk gonna go CM Punk. You know how much money I'm about to make off CM Punk? Period. Yeah, because guess what we're me, talking bro. about on this podcast right now? Guess what we're talking about on this podcast right now? CM guess Punk. What, guess, guess what you're gonna, guess, WrestleMania's in Philly. Bro. Guess what the main event gonna be and guess what you gonna watch, cool? Listen to me, bro. Let me ask y'all something, bro. Do you remember what happened the last time he left? Remember how full, and I'm not just talking about what it did to fans, bro. But remember, like how the the mean wrench hit you into the storyline. I mean, I feel you, but at the end of the okay, day, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold day, on, bro. It's millions no, bro, of dollars to be made, nigga. And what's going to say? Me, I'm not here to make friends. Shit. 
Because <laughs> here's because here's my here's my other thing, bro. All right, bro. Now you brought him back, bro. Right. Number one, you gonna leave the title on Gunther for what? Another two years? What Gunther got to do with CM Punk, bro? It has everything to do with CM. No, Punk. no, bro. bro. The, they in a different yes, league, bro. Listen bro. to me, no, bro. Listen to me. When you have somebody come in like that, bro, it's too, it's too, it's too many hands. It's too many hands in the pot. It's not, it's not just overkill, bro. But it's gonna stall the moving of these belts. Like you need, like you need it to go, bro. Like at this point, bro, move, man. We said Roman had a belt for five years. Yeah, Roman had a belt for five years, nigga. No, bro. That's one. Yes, bro. But do you want to see that happen with every belt? It is happening with every belt. But guess what? Exactly, bro. And that's a prop. Like that's what I'm saying, bro. And the defense of you, you who always bring up being an old school wrestling fan or whatever. Who, bro? Let's go to the next. Let's go to the next. Cue, cue the old school wrestling fans. If you think about this, bro, back in the day, the belts ain't moved. Cue, am I lying? Hold on. Hold on. N- I, niggas had belts for years. Hold on. Hold on. No, hold bro. On. The, be- the, be- the highest belts in the business never moved, bro. But now you want, bro, you want, you done locked up, you locked up the WWE titles. You got technically three belts out there. You done locked up two of them for almost three years. You done lock, you got the one on set, and what you're going to do? Just keep passing the belt back and forth on Raw because after a while, that's going to get old, bro. You got a USA title on a on a heel right now that realistically you got no storyline for, and you got the Intercontinental Championship on a dude that honestly his storyline is the fact that he still got the belt. Punk don't need a belt. Like at least, like at least, like at least with with Rhea's situation, okay. Because honestly, bro, Rhea is the wrestler right now. Everything that she her career has almost followed the same exact path as China's. Just in, like in who the same things happening in different spots, including <laughs> including joining joining a, a staple that everybody that everybody really fuck with. Listen, because I know Dennis wants to like chime in, and I'm gonna just say this again. I don't pay attention to wrestling like y'all did. And you could talk about the pop that was made, the money that's going to be made. Bro, again, if you... WWE's moniker is WWE then, WWE now, WWE forever. You know what you have to do to say WWE forever? Is you have to bring up the people that are coming up. LA Knight is literally the hottest that he'll probably ever be right now. This CM Punk thing freezes him. Sami Zayn, we talked about it early in the year. Y'all fucked up that momentum Sami Zayn had. He is now stagnant. The Judgment Day, I have no idea what's going on that. Y'all are just adding people to the Judgment Day like it's the fucking NWO. Except now, for JD McDonough, because Randy clearly killed that nigga on Saturday, bro. Like, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like now, like now, that shit's gonna be frozen. You know what are you doing with Jay Uso? What are you doing now? Is is Randy Orton going to be like the Undertaker? Just that, just that hardcore veteran that at any given time we could just put the belt on him. Is that what's going to happen? Like, I can answer like, most of those questions. <laughs> like. Again, I am a casual wrestling fan. I do not pay attention like y'all do. I don't watch the blogs like y'all do. I'm telling you how I feel as somebody who saw that shit and said, this is a bad idea. 
to my point, CM Punk coming back is going to wind up shelving and killing a lot of other dudes. Let me just say this, and I'm not going. I'm not going to make my original point because Jack because Jack did say something, and I do think that. So here's my thing, right? Number one, business is business. Yes. Number two, when it comes to because because Q, you mentioned you know Jay Uso and you know everybody else that you know is at the is pretty much at the high at the highest of highs right now. It's pretty. It, we can already tell. Like, and this is just speaking. Like going into WrestleMania, we already know they're setting up for for Jay versus Jimmy. Whatever Jay, whatever Jay decide to do between now and then, they gonna find a way for Jimmy to somehow mess that up, just to set that up for them. So any any you know any inclinations of him having a belt are gonna be put on pause. LA Knight, I feel like, and this is unfortunate. I, I think again, this is unfortunate, but I can see this going this way. They're gonna end up putting LA Knight against Logan Paul at WrestleMania. But you I thought Logan, I like I thought Logan Paul retired mm-hmm. as quickly as he started. That's the that's the thing. Like they put nigga, the, Logan Paul is a champion. And LA Knight gonna go against said champion at WrestleMania. Because they go, that's the thing though, and I and I do think that when they do that, I think LA Knight is going. Win. Now you now as far as C, as far as you know, CM Punk coming back, I'm I'm personally I'm personally cool with it. I'm not really gonna get into that side of it, but I do CM Punk. I do think CM Punk versus Seth at WrestleMania is happening. Jacks did bring up something that I didn't think that I didn't think about with. Seth winning that and Damian Priest cashing in. I didn't think of, I didn't think about that outcome, but I can definitely see that happening. That way, you know, everybody kind of, you know, it's not a situation where Seth is like the disgruntled disgruntled employee after you know they take the belt off him so quick. So I do think that we pretty much have we pretty much have the we pretty much have everything, you know, in place leading up to WrestleMania. And I also think that, you know, in some instances, yeah, it, it does put people at a standstill like Sami Zayn, like Gunther, you know, because as much as I as much as I want Sami Zayn the whole goal, I think at WrestleMania, I ideally would like to see Gunther versus Brock Lesnar, but Bro, I want to see Gunther become WWE champion. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. That's because you're a wrestling fan, nigga. <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't nobody talking about wrestling right now, nigga. We talking about wrestling. It's like, what are you talking about, nigga? Gunther versus Brock Lesnar. I would actually like to see that too, Dennis. But Gunther as the WWE champion would be great. But this ain't, this ain't SmackDown versus Raw 07. They ain't thinking nigga, that. They don't give a fuck about that, bro. They about to put the belt on Priest and let CM Punk chase him, and they're gonna do it the way I'm telling you. That's how they're gonna do it. And then Cody gonna finish the story. And you're gonna have one heel champion and one face champion the way it should be when you have two belts and a split champion. You should never have two heels and you should never have two faces. Ever. And Jim Cornette is right. Wrestling is broken. Because at the end of the day, the only reason there's a problem 
and 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 then it's going ahead on move to the next thing after this. But I'm telling you, the only if y'all listen to Jim Cornette, the only reason there's a problem with CM Punk coming back or anybody, Randy Orton and all that, is because we don't know who a heel is, we don't know who a face is, we don't know who the heels and faces are definitively, and there's no pure definition of a mid card anymore. You have guys that come up from the mid card and you think, okay, well, Chad Gable's about to be somebody. And then they sink them. Or LA Knight's about to be somebody. And then they sink them. There's no real mid card. The only person that I know is a legit mid carder is the Miz. That's it. Fuck it. You know I, what, bro? I, I'm, I'm over, bro. What's going on? What's going on, with, what's going on with Jay Cargill? Why, why, why haven't we seen her yet? She coming at the rumble, bro. We talked about that yeah. earlier. She coming they at try, the rumble. Bro. Her she been she been doing AEW wrestling now. They want her. They want her to do that. They yeah. got to put her through the through the academy, bro. They don't want her to suck, bro. <laughs> yeah, they when that come out, they got that that gotta work. <laughs> yeah, that got yeah that gotta that gotta be on point because either she's gonna be the biggest woman wrestler, woman's women's wrestler in history, or she's gonna be a flop, and they don't want it. To oh, flop. bro. She's gonna be, bro. Listen, if if mark my words, if it all work out, bro, if Bianca Belair is gonna be the women's John Cena, she will definitely be their Randy Orton. You know how cut Jade Cargill? I know she was already cut, cut. You know how cut she about to be when she come out? Oh my God, y'all thought China was crazy. Jade gonna be crazy. Jay Cargill, Cargill fucks men missionary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, facts. Facts, big time, big time, big time. Y'all know she got a jit, right? And y'all know she's from Duval. Mm-hmm. Bro, how that now? Look, let wait, Dennis, and then go to the next topic. I just want to ask. I just want to ask my fellow Duvillian over there, Q up in Buffalo right now. How the fuck did she walk around Jacksonville and we not see her? Bro, this is my nigga. How is that even possible? Because listen, for everybody out there in the streets, <laughs> women like that don't live here. Listen, my nigga. I don't think she's from Duval, bro. I think she's from uh, Orange County. She's from Duval. She's from. Yeah, she's not from Orange Park. She's from Jacksonville. What high school she went to? She went to JU. She went to JU. Bro, listen, listen. There's no way that she. Because when I found out she was from Jacksonville, Florida, I said, "Bro, there's no way she came from Jacksonville." And my nigga Tang ain't say shit about her, bro. Ain't no way. Y'all got me fucked up. Y'all got me fucked up. What high school got me fucked up? I don't know. We don't know. However, however, there, I I want to say she went to like one of the Southside High Schools, bro, like Atlantic Coast or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that that's still that, bro. Listen, that's still yeah, yeah, y'all don't understand. That, y'all don't, bro. Listen, but if she come out talking about she went to Range or Reebok, I'm gonna be like, okay, no, bro, ain't no fucking way. Like, we would have known. There's definitely no way. There's no way. She went to how old is she? She like a little bit younger than us, bro. She like in her, her late twenties, right? Yeah, she in her late twenties. Right. Yeah, she, she almost thirty. Thirty one. Yeah, again, boom. Ain't no way. Ain't no again, way. Again, my nigga. There's here. no way. There's, There's no, no way. way. There's bro. Listen, listen. Y'all don't understand. Can, that is the can, fine. That would have been the finest woman in the entire city. Listen, that nigga Tank ain't never say nothing to you, right? Never. No, maybe right. maybe that's why. Right. What if Tank? What if Tank knew the whole time that he was just no? He ain't no. Nah. He ain't no. Let me tell you something. Y'all niggas don't know Tank. Yeah, no, nah. nah, he ain't gatekeeping that. You can't gatekeep that. Y'all niggas don't understand, bro. This is bro. 
this woman, y'all know how the woman look, right? Everybody know how this mm-hmm. woman look, right? There's no way this woman is walking. First of all, Jacksonville is the largest city in America, landmass, but it ain't four places to go. Okay? And he's like, how the fuck you, how you 31 and we 36, 37, 35, that type and of it, shit. And I ain't never seen none of my niggas. I ain't never ain't seen none. you at Tesseltown. Ain't nobody I know slid. I ain't never ain't, seen you at a football game. Ain't none of my niggas said nothing. You ain't all never right. pull up to the Jazz game. All right. Let me try you. At J- Bro, she played basketball at JU. Bro, listen. The gym would have been full. How did this motherfucker do that shit? Y'all listen. Are, listen. No static listen. Pal, Y'all don't understand how me and Q is bugging right now. We don't know how this is possible. Dennis, what city you from, bro? Right, I'm from Tallahassee. Right here. Dennis from Tallahassee. So, okay, Dennis, you would understand this. Coop from Philly. In Philly, you can hide a Jade Cargill. In Tallahassee and Jacksonville, you can't hide that, nigga. Especially not in Tallahassee. Ain't no fucking, ain't no idiot. That ain't true, bro. Shout out Amber Hall for training law because somehow, Dennis, some Dennis, way. Dennis, <laughs> wait a fuck. Dennis, come on, bro. That billboard right in front of us, Come on, bro. Where you gonna put her, bro? Wait, Q is right. Q is right on point. Where you wait, wait the fuck where she at? Where you gonna put her? That's that's wild to me, bro. Something ain't right about that. Listen, my nigga, my nigga Slim ain't even never say nothing. Come on, I'm sorry. Not Rob, not nobody. Ain't nobody <laughs> bro, bro, yeah, bro, you know what's funny? Y'all niggas is halfway upset. Yeah, <laughs> we mad as fuck because we never thought about it until this moment. Because we all knew she was from Jacksonville, but it's like me and me and Q having a moment right now, like a real event. Yeah, you have to be from Jacksonville. I know y'all niggas know about Jacksonville. Or y'all fuck with Jacksonville. You have to be from Jackson. Everybody that's listening to the fire right now that's from Jacksonville understand exactly what we're saying. Because if I say Diamond Duval. You know who she is, right or wrong? I know. Wrong. Everybody knows who she is, bro. Come on, bro. When you name these women that's from here, that's bad. Okay? When you name Tokyo Jets, we knew her. We knew about her. We knew about her. We know her, about her. Her, Chameleon, her. Her, We know uh, about them. We knew her before they threw up. Everybody knew her. Who did it? You can't hide these hoes. We see them. <laughs> Oh, that's, please put that be the title of this episode. You can't hide these hoes. You can't hide these hoes. Wait, what's this motherfucker? What is motherfucker? Is a fucking Greek goddess, and she was walking. Nigga, you went to you went to AMC twenty five. That's the whole voice change just then, bro. You yeah, that's that how you know I'm serious. Cause my shit is hot. Y'all niggas don't understand. If you ever sat in a seat, listen to what I'm about to tell y'all boys. Everybody that know how fine Jade Cargill is, bro. Bro, If you sat in the seat at Regency 24, uh, sat in the seat at Regency 24, Jade Cargill probably sat there. Bro, listen, bro. I'm going to tell you what makes it so funny, bro. I'm going to tell you what makes it so funny, bro. I'm imagining this all at like a live WWE event. And she come out, bro, and the crowd is going on, and we all screaming. And as soon as she get close enough, that nigga Jack's like grabbing her arm, going, "Bitch, where was you?" <laughs> 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 Thanks. 
Listen, the Royal Rumble is, is in Tampa as a heads up. <laughs> They gotta go. They gotta go grab Jackson. Shit, take you out. It's like, no, no, bitch. No. Where was you at? Where was you at? Man, I would have sent. I would have sent. You listen, y'all niggas don't understand, bro. This woman is so, and I seen her in real life before. This woman is yeah, so bro. damn fine, bro. Yeah, y'all bro. don't she understand got, how fine she, she this told, woman is. And she bro. came out in the middle of the rainbow, ripped her skin off, and was like, I, "I've been an android this whole time." I'm like, "Oh, thank and God." And we'd be like, "I'll give her." Bro, that would make sense. Thank God, bro. Y'all don't shit, understand, that bro. Shit was how fine me. this woman is, bro. This woman's so fucking fine, bro. And ain't no woman in all of Duval County in the history of nigga them ever looked like that. Well, you said in the entire history of Duval, never not once, bro. Let me let me not just say real quick, listeners, don't be mad. Cause you know, sometimes when we stay on the subject for too long, I can I can oh, yeah. this. So just you know, y'all niggas gotta understand though. Listen, you know what? You know what y'all should do? Y'all should get a podcast and then sanction us with your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Last Go thing I want to say for the wrestling thing, man, is put the belt on Swerve Strickland. Go ahead, Danny. Oh my! I'm God. with it. I'm with it, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I'm sorry, bro. We're, bro, listen, we're gonna get kicked out of that event. Which, <laughs> yeah, we got, bro. We gonna be on the side of outside arena going jacks, bro. We had good seats, bro. He go, bro, cool. Cool. Where was this bitch at, bro? <laughs> bro, I'm so y'all don't understand. You can't hide these hoes, bro. Me and Q, bro, Q is on the phone. I've been friends with this nigga for 20 plus years, bro. You can't, bro. We know every bad bitch in the history of Duval, nigga. <laughs> Listen, please. The next time I go to Jacksonville, please tell me it's someplace like downtown where I can find the central lecture for bad bitches in Duval. Thanks. Listen, how we ain't never seen this bitch at? You telling me this bitch was living in Jacksonville while we was growing up in Jacksonville? This bitch ain't go to Jim's place. Listen, bitch, where you at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all ain't running to her at the chicken coop not once. She was not once. <laughs> she was. She. This bitch don't eat ten pieces. Dennis, please move on before I have an aneurysm, bro. Yeah, because you are already halfway there. <laughs> Shit, baffling. All right, we can move on. Okay, good. I don't have to. I don't have to argue about CM Punk. All right. So they they're re-rocking the Last of Us two again. Listen, oh, why though? Why though? See, bro, now why you do that, bro? Why you do that? Why you? Why would you? See, Dennis, why yeah, would Dennis you take us from a, that yeah. conversation, bro? The Last of Us 2 is the shit they should have hit. That's legit, bro. That bro, the last of us two so bad that the last of us TV show might not get season two, bro. Oh, it's getting a season two, and that was gonna bring me to, to the question that I was gonna ask. What if the show was better than last of us two? Oh, we, oh, we know that's happening, like it's just a matter of how. Like, I, I need to know two things number one, when are they gonna actually show, actually show Joel being killed, and how, and number two, 
are they going to show the scene where the kid got punched in the face and literally hit his head on the garage door? Oh. No, nah, they ain't going to show that. They, they got to show that. 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 Oh, my God, bro. Why are they running this back, though? <laughs> All seriousness. Why are they running because- this back? Because it's 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 because they hate us, bro. I and told y'all, was, Sony hates y'all. It was on the four. It was on the four, and they gotta have it on the five. No, bro. Y'all no, could have rewrote the first Last of Us, bro, and no, we would have been like, all right, cool. Here's nigga, my thing, you ain't bro. say you ain't say Fight Night Championship Edition. This nigga said the Last of Us too. Mm-hmm. Not, not not even the good Last of Us. <laughs> If y'all want to, if y'all want to run back motherfucking um Last of Us two, uh, at least run back Resident Evil Village. We could get a whole show out of that, bro. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm willing. I'm willing to see Slug Baby on TV. Listen, <laughs> I bet <laughs> live, my nigga, live my nigga, we cannot deal with Slug Baby on television, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm rolling. I, I can't deal with Slug Baby on television, bro. I bet some Slug Baby would be. No, my nigga. I remember when Slug Baby did this show for three weeks. Won't be able to sleep for three weeks. <laughs> bro, you remember when Slug Baby did the Jacks alone, bro? <laughs> All right. Hey, it, it was, bro, you know, the only reason that made Slug Baby fucked up is because this nigga Dennis knew. <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> That's what that, low key, bro. I, okay, you know what, dude? I got I got if the shoe fits my nigga, but <laughs> my nigga, the way them two niggas killed Bob Barker, you definitely brought slug maybe into our lives. Uh, y'all go with the fuck shit. You go with the Bob Barker shit. <laughs> Bro, y'all niggas kill Bob. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't no kind of nigga. That, bruh. Okay, my nigga. Y'all, you, you, you hate that better than Jay Carhill, nigga. <laughs> nigga, I'm just saying, bro. Like, this nigga, like, like I'm sitting there, I'm like, all right, then it's, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to listen to you. I heard your recommendation about Resident Evil Village. I'm going to go ahead and buy that shit. This nigga didn't bring it up not once. <laughs> not Slug Baby, not once. Not like, once, you, nigga. Nigga, let you wander into Slug Baby territory. <laughs> Listen, I ain't want to spoil the best part for you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> they did um they did release the um game of the year nominees for um for the game awards. Run through them. They got Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, um Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Didn't, Wonder. Hold on, didn't Spider-Man 2 just come out? Yep. Yeah. Straight up. And Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So that's gonna put it between Spider-Man and Zelda. I feel like Baldur's Gate is gonna win just because Pete just because of the cult following that those like Dark Souls type of games end up, you know, having. They just and I, by default. Yeah. And I hate those games a little bit. Slash I, I enjoy them, but I hate them. It's hard. It's a love. It's I can't explain it. Yeah, it's like the difficulty is ridiculous on every one of them like the difficulty is say, ridiculous hmm? i just want to say that like every time the games of the year list come out i'd be like man video gaming ain't what it used to be because back in the day game of the game of the year list come out they could be turned because it'd be like three or four games on there you for sure done played for sure you done got into and now i'd be coming out i'd be like man i only played like one of those 
It's crazy, man. Wait, you even know You know what's crazy? I was so surprised that that Hogwarts Legacy was not on that list. That actually is surprising because people love that game. Yeah, no, that game was like that's what I'm saying, man. They go. It's like they're. It's like game of the year is turned into the Grammys. It's like you know the Grammys sometimes be like album of the year, like oh, Outkast, uh, uh, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, and then three things you ain't never heard of. Yeah, and it's like it's like they go in the artistic route. It's like I'm not saying those games are bad or nothing, but I'm just saying, nigga, I don't fucking play that shit. Yeah, because Legacy was amazing. I never played or had interest in playing Baldur's Gate 3. I could tell you about the other games, but we right. know it's about to win. And yeah, I done heard of the games. But I don't mean I don't fucking... But, but that's because... But I'll care what you say, bro. Those Dark Souls games, bro, is for people who like girls who use teeth when they give head. Like, that shit is fucking... <laughs> <laughs> them shit just oh, wow. that, like they're like they're very well put together. They're beautiful games, and they are fun. But after a while, you looking at this shit and it's like, bro, you want me to tell you what it is, bro? People who play those games have a brief glimpse of what it's like to be black because it's just being in a system that just don't want you to win, bro. This thing wild. It is as, as much as I hate to admit it, it's truth to that. It's exactly are literally designed to put you through it. Like my nigga, my nigga. One bro, listen, bro. Somebody said one time, bro. He's like, yo, bro. Y'all don't understand, bro. Being black is both a privilege and a burden, bro. And that game is all burden. It's all burden. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Actually, bro. Bro, you spend thirty minutes doing this awesome customization, and your character look. Bro, he look like he will go out here and kill shit, bro. You just, he's not, my nigga. He gonna go in this fucking church, bro. And inside that shit is gonna be is gonna be a demon with six heads, with six heads, bro. And that shit is going to ass rape you, bro. <laughs> not kinda, not a little bit, bro. Let the fucking begin, bro. The moment you step in there, too. I played one game that's in that in that category called it's called Pause. Wolong. And, <laughs> and I remember and it it wasn't even a boss fight that was like, you know, that was really like the most difficult part about it. I'm over here and it's it's a tiger. And I'm telling yeah. I tell you that was the most difficult tiger fight. And it wasn't even a boss fight. And I'm trying to like and uh, here I am. I'm like, okay, you know, I like cause for those games, I cause I normally don't play those games at all. And I'm like, okay, maybe I feel a sense of accomplishment, a sense of of being, if I just win the fight against this tiger. I got close, and it, it and I, from there I was like, yeah, I, I need to know my limits. So those games, I just mess with. Bro, do you remember Neo? Because Neo was like by by them same like that same group of people. Mm-hmm. I played Neo right. I played, bro. I'm gonna tell you how, how how much Neo pissed me off, bro. Neo pissed me so off so much, my nigga. I unplugged the PlayStation, plugged up the Xbox, and still read a book. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm not commenting. That's fucking. I'm not commenting on that. I'm I'm tired of cool shit. Honestly, did y'all play? <laughs> did y'all play five minutes at all? Not yet, bro. I, I don't want to play until I get a five. 
Okay. Which I played it, but I, I played it on the five. How was it, y'all? Is it everything I dreamed? I, I like the first one better. Right. Yeah, right. Dennis is not the first person that said that to me. Me too. I agree. It's not, it's not, so it's not good. It's, it's not. It's not. It's just. It's just more of the same. Yeah. Like is 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 that mixed with a lot of the a lot of the stuff that happened throughout the story? It feels like I don't because I don't want to spoil anything. But yeah, we don't give a fuck. Bro. We grow everything. <laughs> everything happens too late. Like you start the game. You start the game out with a boss fight. But you don't get a boss fight until like another couple of hours in the game. And by the time you get to that point, you almost to the end. Oh wow. Like it's very like the way the way they kind of you know spread the boss fights out is just like like dang, we okay, we just now getting this, and the game is about over. I'm about to finish the game, and it's like boom. Like you you literally like the final boss fight, you get you get him in and, you know, you get that boss and the people that they, they show up with towards the end. And then you, you beat. Oh, so you, you kind of get them all at once. Yeah. Like it's. So, it's, so they essentially ran a train on you with bosses. Whoa, that was crazy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> I, I know, right? Through, threw that in. Like they threw all them cases in on Diddy. And considering and considering the boss that you fight at the end, you basically did get blacked. Wait, the boss at the this end nigga said it? black. Bro, I can't with this nigga Dennis. Y'all, even, <laughs> y'all let the, y'all let that shit slide too. Bruh. Look, y'all bro. let that nigga get that shit off, bro. Whoa, <laughs> that, bro, that's I the shit. Point out that, that I just want to point out that you niggas are ridiculous. <laughs> I also want to point out that. I didn't expect Spider-Man 2 to be good because I seen across the Spider-Verse and if that didn't leave you with the blue balls, then I don't know what to tell you. Bro, Wait, don't do you across ba- the you based the success on the game? Stop. Hold on, hold on. You based the success on the game on the success of the actual movie. Nah, you can't do that. Can't do that. Let me let me let me let me let me let me, let me, let me speak down to y'all. Let me let me the Mario movie ain't as good as Mario Odyssey. Nah, y'all niggas bugging. Who made Across the Spider-Verse? What studio? Nigga, I don't know. I don't care. Sony. It wasn't Marvel. And the movie was good. But how did the movie yeah, end? Make Spider-Verse, I don't think. You said, you said what? Insomniac didn't have a hand in Spider-Verse, I don't think. No, no they didn't. Sony, Sony, the company, made Across the Spider-Verse. Sony, because they still own the rights to Spider-Man. Sony made Spider-Man 2. I don't trust Sony. We can't do that. Sony also made Morbius. Exactly. That's not that's not a fair... No, nah, no, nah, that's what you said. You're making my point, nigga. You that's not a fair comparison. I thought, the same, I thought the same people who did the, Spider, the Spider-Verse movies were the same people who did the that most recent Ninja Turtles movie, which, by the way, is a little racist, but also hilarious. Yeah, no, that's just the same. It was a sleeper hit. Man, ain't gonna lie. It, 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 the, the Ninja Turtle movies it just did in the same design. It's not that it was made by the same people. Okay, I was that. 
It's done in the same style, but it's not made by the same people. And by the way, of course, Spider-Verse was brilliant. It was good. I just hated the ending. Oh, bro, listen, that's how we get it. was what made that, like, we ain't got to get into it, because that that movie came out some months ago, but still, probably my movie of the year. I mean, the movie was great, but goddamn, bro, you you gonna leave my dick? You gonna leave my dick wet? That's crazy. Listen. Now we gotta wait for another one. Dennis, I gotta wait for another movie, is what you're telling me. It's my yeah. black ass, sir. But listen, when, when you actually hear why we it got broken into two parts, like if they would have gave it to you all at once, that movie is easily three hours long. But That's you would but you would have felt the way because the movie would have would have been like a little too fast pace, and yeah. we and we wouldn't like, hey, we need more explanation. So what we got was, hey, we'll we'll give you two two hour movies. Which I thought was for listen, I had to I had spent too much money to see that movie too many times with my kids. So yeah. Listen, it's like I won't go to next one. It's like Infinity War and Endgame. For yeah, me, I mean, yeah. For me, I think if uh, for me, I liked Infinity War better because of what it did. Because of how how you felt walking out of the movie theater? Mm-hmm. Like you didn't get that, that closure. That, you just, got, that just emptiness. That there's no more good left in the world. <laughs> yeah, you got all your you got all your heroes like dealing with adversity. I think that was like mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I gravitate towards movies that like when they end like it ends with the main characters like dealing with adversity. Like for some like that's what made me like this year's Fast and Furious movie because it didn't end in a cookout. Yes, uh, bro. Unless you did, bro. It was at the end. Of, it was at the end of the credits. Uh, essentially, <laughs> essentially, because the movie made you feel like, oh, there's actually consequences to what's going on. Right, bro. The best. Let me tell you what it is, bro. Movies that make you feel like, yeah, bro. Good doesn't always win, <laughs> or sometimes, or sometimes when good wins, it's not really a win. Yeah. So y'all gonna sit here and and try to make explanations as to why Dennis a masochist instead of just telling him the truth that he a masochist. You like being upset and in pain. That's why you bring up bullshit all the time. No, bro, bro. Listen, it's the same. Okay. It's the oh, same you thing. You know that. what? You know what? We all four of us is here right now. Do we need to take this nigga Dennis to court over masochism? He's a masochist, bro. What are we not? <laughs> Nah, nah, I'm not gonna do that because I agree with I agree with uh, Dennis because it's the same reason I feel about the uh, the end of Loki. That's not really a win. So both of you niggas like getting beat. That's what you're saying. Y'all niggas like getting beat. Loki and Loki ended perfectly, bro. Because now we, if there's not another season, it's like okay. But if there is, it's like oh shit, where do we go from here? Good to know y'all caught up on that. By the way, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, it only takes us about four or five weeks, nigga. You all right? <laughs> we like to leave you hanging, you masochist. Listen, y- y'all, did y'all see? In- did y'all see Invincible? Yep, caught up. My I, I did. I, I watched it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I need part two of that season ASAP. And, and, and listen, yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of that ending the way it ended. Give me the rest of it now, bro. Mm-hmm. No, bro. No, bro. Let me tell you why, bro. Let me tell you why, bro. This is what y'all get. This is what y'all get for fucking with Netflix too hard. Netflix, Netflix, that made it so that y'all think is used to having the whole season at once. Yeah, what's wrong with that? 
Exactly. Man, end the show, man. I'm sick of this nigga cool. All right. Question for the pot. Wait, wait. People still send us questions? Yeah, bro. It, it's getting worse every week, Q. Like, it's bad, bro. <laughs> All right. Question for the pod. And it reads, is my wife being insensitive or I just don't get it? She's being insensitive, bro. <laughs> we, we, we both we both come from we both 28 years old and we come from very abusive families. Y'all she, married to okay. y'all. She has some freedom, some cousins, and I was also almost completely isolated. Today, I was talking about how much I would love to have a family, not kids, just parents and cousins. We're, we are child free. The thing is, she immediately started talking about how there's not a good family. And I have an idolized version in my mind. I explained that I don't want a perfect family, just not abusers or at least one average person. She said that is not how families work at all. It was very hurtful. And I love crying. She's the most wonderful and caring wife. I understand that this may come from her own childhood wounds and she apologizes, but I'm really hurt. She truly supported me through everything, but she always talks about in a, about this in a way that hurts me so much. I'm waiting on the question. Well, that was the whole thing. So uh, That was the whole thing? First of all, nigga, write longer questions. <laughs> so Reading this, I'm, so reading is my interpretation of it, and let me know. Let me know if I'm off. But basically, I, this sounds like he's saying he ruined what his perception of a family would be, and I think that she's telling him, telling him something in relation to just the fact that you know of. All families, basically in a pessimist in a pessimistic kind of way, that you know, all families ain't gonna be like that. You're gonna have you're gonna have you know, the best of the best and the worst when it comes to family itself. My interpretation is you a bitch ass nigga, bro. Hey, my nigga, you you want a family, however that looks to you. And this is from a nigga who who saw when his family was together saw when his family broke up and is now seeing what it looks like when families separated bro family is family it's whatever you make it is some of your family is related some is the family that you created you know what i'm saying my nigga coop my nigga um my nigga coop, niggas done been down with niggas uh for 20 years bro like damn near to the point where the, you know these niggas can call my mama day mom you know what I'm saying, and what I'm saying to, to 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 this gentleman is that's a conversation you and her have to have, like because y'all are not going to see eye to eye on that. And realistically, I would tell you run and get the fuck out of that because what you're looking from, looking for, you are never going to get from her, and it's going to be a hole that's going to eat at you, and it's going to eat at you until you eventually resent her anyway. Get out, run, my nigga. Hey, you, you unhappy because you would have sent it, bro. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you unhappy because you would have sent it. All I gotta say is Al, Bud, uh, Al Bundy would have stuck it out, nigga. 
<laughs> Bro, Married with Children was such a problematic show. <laughs> Bro, we're so bad at this, Dennis. Why do we do this? We're so bad at this. Why are y'all niggas writing us questions? We're terrible at this, y'all boys. We we are we we don't give good advice. We basically telling y'all niggas to throw your life away. Right? And we're gonna do it next week too. When somebody come on here talking about, you know, this is love my life. Should I leave my husband and blah blah blah? We can probably leave that nigga. Fuck that nigga. Listen, we we're gonna say. Listen, we told a, a 19-year-old stud dating a 43-year-old woman that she should buy two cars. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we're telling people. The fact that y'all <laughs> niggas think that we're worth asking a question to that's not about wrestling, music, or 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 dice. I don't know what y'all think. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of questions, Jax, did you ever um reach out to Dollar Boy? Yo, so <laughs> my bad. Listen, I was like, I'm gonna inbox this nigga because I want to know this, this nigga's story. So I I had wrote a message and I was basically gonna be like, yo, dollar boy, what's up? I wanna know why you're not on the album. However, I thought about it and I was like, this is gonna come off as rude, or he's gonna think I'm a hating ass nigga. So I'm glad you brought it up, by the way. We are going to reframe this, and this is going to be a Brelison exclusive mm. with um, No Static Podcast, and I'm going to try to get an entire interview with Dollar Boy. I will keep you niggas up there. Bruh, this is going to turn into the VH1 Dollar Boy story. No, dead <laughs> ass. I want to know this nigga. I want to know this nigga whole story. <laughs> this is going to be called Duffel Bag Boy, the Dollar Bag. I'm pretty sure about it, but like, yo, why you not on the album? I'm pretty sure the nigga would have told me, or you've been like, get out my inbox, bitch ass nigga, which would have deserved really so. However, um, either way, you want to respond. Like, you know, I on the interview. Yeah, and, I, and he understand that, nigga. I care about your life, you know, two changes, though. I feel like it might work better. No, we got to call it BH1 behind the duffel bag. <laughs> BH1 inside the duffel bag, nigga. What's happening? <laughs> By the way, Jax, you never said anything when I when I mentioned the the whereabouts of Sean J. Hey, boy, Sean J is in Albany on the block. I don't know what more you want to hear. All right, man. I know I can take you to Sean J, nigga. I can tell you right now. I don't have no GPS on that nigga. I don't know where that nigga. At. I guarantee that right now, ten twelve at night. If me and you got in the car, Dennis, from Tallahassee, because you closer or whatever, if, if we got in the car and we went to Albany, Georgia, we could find Sean J right now before we found that nigga, uh, what's her name? We can find Sean J right now, nigga. Give us two hours, we can find Sean J, nigga. Closing thoughts. I'm just saying. Oh, nigga, shit, I'll go first then. Shit, nigga. It's all good because I'll talk about Sean J and all that shit. Anyway, listen, niggas. Life is short. If you listen to the pre, matter of fact, if you listen to the pre-show and got to this point, good for you, nigga. That's long. Okay, but life is short, right? Earlier in the pre-show, when me and Dennis was talking, I was talking about niggas getting premonitions and making life decisions and stuff like that. Don't make choices and decisions in your life based on other people and out like extras like 
influences and all of that shit or how you think people want you to be. Make a decision in your life based on what's best for you and your family. Like like, like Q say, whatever your family may be, whatever you made your family to be. And if you don't have a family, bro, make a decision for yourself. Stop living with a mask on, you niggas. Okay? Everybody want to be somebody, but don't nobody want to be dead. All right? Everybody want to be this perfect Christian, this perfect father, this perfect this. Nigga, just be yourself. Because I, 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 I come to a conclusion that if you niggas wasn't playing actors all the time, we would have some realism in life. Nigga, pray with your hands open. That's how you receive energy. I'm out, nigga. Nigga, that's wild. All right, let me go, let me go ahead and say this. Um, there's a saying, go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. I say that coming <clears throat> I say that coming from um this past weekend was the Soul Train Awards and they honored uh T Payne, a Florida native, uh born and raised in the capital city, Tallahassee, Florida. Um and for the past two weeks he had been dealing with uh explaining to people why he has so much of a love-hate relationship with the place that birthed him. And why it seems that the world is more willing to accept him than the place that he loves and calls home. Again, go where you're celebrated and not tolerated. You ain't got to sit in a room that you're uncomfortable in just to say that you was there because you're down and you're loyal. You ain't got to be around people just because... Y'all done known each other 5, 10, 15 years. Go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. As always, be patient. Be prayerful. Do not panic. And help you on out. Cool. This nigga cool. Yeah, y'all drink your water because everything bad for you. Bad for you. <laughs> Yo, when we do cool, when we fill in for cool, we should do like the little meme from the train. Nigga, what's up? BX Bronx, nigga, taking over the train, nigga. We need to do it like that. <laughs> drink your water because everything else is bad for you. Yo, we tired of you niggas. Have some accountability, nigga. Philly, North Philly, nigga. You don't put chicken in a cheesesteak. Boom, I'm out. Word, word, appreciate that. Cool. Um, great pod. Glad we can all, you know, come together and, and do this. Glad everybody can make it. Like I said, we're a couple, we're a couple days late, but not a single dollar short. Um, as I always say, may you and everyone around you experience nothing but love, happiness, and protection. Um, the Spotify wrapped, um, you know, those those numbers came out of you've probably been seeing them all over your feeds. Um, and we, you know, it's pretty good, pretty good year for us. Um, apparently our best, um, episode was the, the, um, the, the twin episode, the, um, the, that's crazy twin episode 216, but, you know, appreciate everybody who took the time out to, you know, to know, you know, listen to the pod and everything having to do with it. Um, it's definitely been a, 
it's definitely been a dope year. We'll definitely get into like our best moments, you know, at years in like we usually do. And yeah, just thank y'all for, you know, sticking through it. First time listeners, if you're new here, um, last time listeners, even shout out to the sometimes listeners, like, you know, because that's all. Yo, shout out to my nigga Flo, who the Spotify rap joint, like this nigga, this my nigga, he coached with me. He he a young head nigga, but he's like in his 20s or whatever, mid-20s, but he coached with me. And the nigga sent me his Spotify rap today. And in his top three podcasts was no static. I didn't even know the nigga was listening. And he said he got to stay plugged in. Yo, shout out to you, nigga. I'm glad you brought that up, Dennis, before I forgot to shout the nigga out. Shout out, nigga. Shout out, Flo. Yes, sir. And to the people that I can't see, that's been, you know, tuned in and rocking with us and might have us in your top five, shout out to you. Yeah, shout out all you niggas that waste your time listening to this shit. We appreciate it. Exactly, because we be all over the place. But, but, but I leave with this. It's not about having something to say. It's about having the power to be listened to. So I hope you enjoyed this as much as we enjoyed making it for you. And remember, when you touch that dial, like, rate, review, share, worship. Worship. And like that, we out. Peace.